Welcome to Blog Access 101 Podcast. Follow us on social media at Blog Access 101 on Twitter and Instagram. Special shout out to our sponsor, Hibachi Productions. Use our discount code Block Access 101 on com to get 20% off. Welcome back to Block Access 101. Follow us on social media at Block Access 101 on Twitter and Instagram. I'm your host, Young Abachi at Young Abachi 20 on Instagram and Twitter with another co-host, Ashley. Uh, state your IG name, uh, Ashley. Yeah, I'm Ashley. Who is Ashley G everywhere? <laughs> All right. Welcome back. We just jump right into it. I know you're happy about this topic. Uh, the Clippers meltdown in game seven versus the Nuggets. <laughs> I'll let you start it off. <laughs> Where do I start, Rob? I mean, <laughs> you tell me. I mean, a couple of episodes back, I told everyone that the Clippers were fraudulent. And y'all laughed at me. I asked, I beckoned you guys to bet me. We never got that far. I told y'all the Clippers are frauds. It was, it was beautiful, honestly. It was beautiful. It, and, and the night after, well, the night that it happened, I couldn't even sleep. I was so happy. It was like Christmas. <laughs> I was just up. I was giddy. I told y'all that they were not who they said they were. They lied to y'all. I just want y'all to know that. They did. They told y'all we just worried about the playoffs. They thought they could just flip a switch. They rested, load managed half the season. And playoffs came, and they come up against the Denver Nuggets, and they they couldn't do nothing with him. Jokic had his way. Jokic had his way. Even though Jamal Murray wasn't the greatest, they couldn't do anything with Joker. And the rest of the uh, supporting cast showed up. So, I mean, RIP to the Clippers. Best wishes. My condolences. <laughs> hey, and, I mean, but, but, but I mean, what was the question? I don't even know what the question was. I'm oh, so, uh, so Clippers meltdown. So Clippers meltdown, and which, what do you think is next for the Clippers as far as all season, <laughs> next season? <laughs> is the question what do you, what do I think is going to happen, or what do I think should happen? Uh, what do you think is going to happen? Or you can do both. It's cool. I think they they're going to stay they're going to stay the same. I don't think they're going to get rid get rid of Doc. Even though I told y'all a couple of episodes back we need to have an honest conversation about Doc Rivers, but y'all laughed at that too. But yeah, I I, I think their nucleus is going to remain the same and they're going to say, "You know what? One more year. One more year. Next year we coming and they're going to lose again and I'm going to laugh again." So, I think that's what's going to happen. But um what should happen? I mean, like I said I'm a Laker fan, so I literally don't know. I, I don't care. It, it don't matter if as long as if they don't have LeBron, Raymond, James, James Senior. I'm sorry, on their squad, they're going to lose. So it really doesn't matter what they do; they're still going to lose. That's real. Um, you know, I was very highly disappointed in the Clippers because I was definitely going to make a bet with my boy for a thousand of the Clippers to beat the Lakers. You know, I, and you would have lost. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, now we never would know. <laughs> <laughs> But um, yeah, I was I was highly disappointed in Kawhi. I always said he shows up in big games. Game seven, he did not show up. Um, he went six for twenty-two. Um, that's just um abysmal. You know, Paul George is being the normal Paul George and clutch moments in playoff situations. He he choked. I was I wasn't shocked about that. I was actually shocked that he was actually playing well in that series, and yet they were still losing games. Um, I'm, I remember you guys, you and Mike said before a couple podcasts ago, y'all said the team 
uh, was a sleeper for next year was was the Denver Nuggets. And you know, I I, I laughed at you guys. I said you guys are crazy because they always choke in playoffs. Now, look at this. <laughs> you eating your words? Yeah, I'm definitely eating my words. I don't. I, I really even need to look research. Has the NBA team ever came back down three to one twice in the NBA playoffs? I doubt it because that's that's ridiculous. Um. Yeah, Jamal Murray is, is, is stepping into his name and, and owning who he is. He's becoming a big-time player in this league, coming up in clutch moments. Given the Clippers, uh, it was a pretty good uh, defensive team, 40 in a game seven. It's pretty phenomenal. Uh, like you said earlier, Jokic, I was talking about Pop about him yesterday. I said he's the best big man in the league. My Pop said he's the best center. I said he's the best big man. He said AD is. I said AD doesn't rebound. Um Jokic, what he had triple double in a game seven. That's, mm-hmm. that's crazy. Um, so you know, Lou Williams, he he did okay. He had a solid with fourteen off the bench. I mean, I can't really say too much about. Lou. Oh no, I'm sorry, that's another game. He had seven in game seven. Man, Lemmer Pepper Lou must have been in the strip club, baby. But uh, <laughs> yeah, they uh really let me down. But I don't, I don't, I hate people. I always have try to. Say Doc might be overrated. I mean, he's like he's the sixth coach all the time with playoff wins with ninety one. Um, I know people are going to say he's played a lot of playoff games, but still, ninety one playoff wins is ninety one playoff wins. Not everybody can win in the playoffs, as you can see. Um, I don't. I, I never really saw Doc with a team as. I mean, people always say Spoelstra, but I mean Spoelstra had a really a, a, a dynasty when he had when they had LeBron. Uh, Chris Bosh and Wade. And then, you know, he won that one. That one, and I don't think he's there with that one. But yeah, he had the Chris Bosh era and Wade era. I don't, so I really don't count that as him winning. I mean, I mean, you really don't have to do too much when, as as you can see with LeBron as your player. Everybody knows LeBron. Whatever team LeBron is on, they know he's the coach. So, like, uh, what was it? What was it? I was playing the Nuggets game one, and I guess LeBron saw that they was coming back, and he just checked himself in. <laughs> Like, no, he did not. He did not check himself. <laughs> he did not. He does not have. He's never had that power. I hate that that false narrative that Brock can do whatever he wants on teams, and that's just not true. He I believe he honors coaches. Come on, Frank Vogel is the coach. Come on, we saw what Frank Vogel did in, in Orlando Magic. It was abysmal. That's no, why. I don't think Frank Vogel is the coach. I think it's just a conglomerate of coaches. Like we got Phil Handy back there. We got Jason Kidd back there. I believe that it's Vogel Frank- is making all the moves. Y'all got, y'all got, y'all got, uh, what's the other guy? Lawrence Frank, too, right? Yeah. Hell of a coaching squad, might say. But, uh, yeah, you know, I think what next for the Clippers is, I really think somebody's going to get traded. And I think it's going to be playoff P. If, 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 I don't think Kawhi's going to ask for a trade. Um, he's back home in his, in his, his home state. Uh, so I don't think he's going to ask for a trade. I think Paul George might be getting traded again. They might make a play at Giannis. Um, I hope they're not stupid enough to do what y'all did and get rid of Zubiak because that's that's crazy. Um, yeah, I, I feel like they need. Well, I guess I just yeah, I just think they need another uh, uh, somebody just going to be a dog in the playoffs. I don't, I really, don't, but I don't think that Giannis is the answer though. I don't either. I don't think Giannis is a good fit for the Clippers. I mean, Kawhi and Giannis, damn, they do the same thing. Like they, Kawhi needs, you know. A good shooter. He needs a dog next to him. And again, Giannis still hasn't proven to me that he's a dog. I mean, he's y'all's MVP, not mine. Um, so I I don't think that's what Kawhi needs. 
Um, I really know. I don't really know who is available that can come to him. I think he just may be, you know, s out until the twenty twenty two season because there's nobody really available right now that I think fits best around Kawhi. But I mean, if you're gonna get rid of somebody, you got rid of Paul George. He's never been that guy, and I'm sure Kawhi feels very dumb. He wants to play with Paul George instead of LeBron James, a complete and utter idiot. I know yeah. his his words now in Cancun. Because he's not, you know, still in the bubble playing with Braun. So, yeah, I mean, I, I agree. With you. They they got to get rid of uh, playoff P, non-playoff P, whatever you want to call them. But I don't know who's gonna add, who's gonna be added. Uh, what what about what about the name uh Devin Booker? I mean, I think he'll be a good auxiliary piece, but I don't think he's the missing piece. I don't know, man. The, the Booker is uh is, is is a big time player, and he showed he's ready to. Step up, take that next step as uh as a leader, man. He showed up in the bubble. What did what he go nine and zero? Yeah, I mean he's a good player, but they said the exact same thing about Paul George. And Paul George has playoff experience, so like oh, I knew Paul, I, already, I always knew Paul George showed up and played. I've been saying that for years. Well, I mean, I didn't really know because he always played against LeBron, and I don't know if you play against LeBron, you're going to lose. So I'm like, okay, he had played against LeBron. But I'm like, okay, let's see what he does, you know, with Kawhi, and he showed who he really was. Yeah, uh, four for straight 13, up, two. Rob, four for sixteen. Unbelievable, you know. It's just, it's just terrible. It's just terrible. Mm. And Rob, I know Rob, one thing: the Nuggets need to ship uh, getting Paul Millsap out of there. But he's been having horrible games. I think, I think Father Time's caught up with him. I mean, yeah, he's old, but I mean, it's good to have a veteran on your team. Yeah, I, I feel you, but I just feel like. He, he's not producing, he, and he shouldn't be starting anymore. At least that, because it's crazy. Um, oh, next so next time we're gonna go right into is I guess Denver and Lakers matchup. How did you think? What you think of Game One? Of course, I think it's very good. And what I loved most about the game is that LeBron didn't score too much, and we still blew them boys out. So if yeah. I see an AD, he looks very comfortable being the first scorer, which is what we're going to need and what we we will like. And the additional pieces, oh, my God, can we talk about can Rondo? We- can we talk about Dwight Howard? Uh, they look so great, and I love how Dwight Howard and JaVale McGee took that rest humbly in that last series, and now they're able to, you know, jump in the water, and they're they're playing well. And even though JaVale McGee didn't play many minutes, he still played well in the few minutes that he played. Dwight Howard was just making a bigger impact. So I think we look great. And uh, originally, you know, I said that this series would go six because I respected the Nuggets, but I won't be surprised if we go four or five, honestly, at this point. Okay, okay. Yeah, I love Rondo energy off that bench. That one bounce pass, man. I said, "How the hell did I get through there?" That was crazy. I was like, "That was like vintage Rondo." And then we see him did the floater over the backcourt. I was like, "This is Rondo from Boston era." Yeah. Uh, yeah. Ad man, he came out. He came to play. He finally played like he wanted to finally get a ring. You know, thirty-seven. He had thirty-seven and eleven. Took over the game. Um, I still think Joker's the best big man in the league. I think Joker's gonna bounce back tonight and give Ad that business. Um. Yeah, I, I, I think I think I think Denver gets at least one, but I, I, at this point, I really can't even count Denver out anymore because anytime a team comes back down three to one, I mean, you can't never really count them out until it's they lost four. But yeah, I, I think I got it going five, possibly six, 
But I, I, like I said, I just can't count them out because they, the one thing about this team, like I said, they, they choked in playoffs. They must have heard me talking. And they've been playing above their talent level, honestly. And, you know, I feel like they went in with heart and hard work. So, you know, hard work beats any talent any day. So, but I don't think they're going to win the series, but I think it's definitely going to go five or six. Uh, yeah, LeBron, 15 and 12. That's, that's kind of scary when they blew a team. When they, when they won by 12, but, you know, they put in a bench. But because that bench is terrible. But, um, so they won by 12. LeBron had 15 and 12. That's kind of scary when LeBron only had 15 points and they had a big lead like that. Yeah. Especially when the first half was looking – it was really close. And then I don't – it just – y'all just took over. Uh, yet again, Paul Mills at five points. Unbelievable. <laughs> Got to go to the bench. It's, it's just getting ridiculous. I don't know why they don't play Bo Bo. What did, what did you do after? Yeah. Start him. Like, what, what, what is up with you? Or not – if he's not start him, just bring him early. I love Michael Porter Jr. Like I said, he's always definitely going to be the NBA player, come back uh, most improved next year. Said it, you heard it here again. It's my guy, Michael Porter. Should have drafted him six. Just guys are idiots. Um, Caldwell Pope. Let's talk about that. Caldwell Pope, 18 points. Unbelievable. <laughs> 2020 has been a wild year, folks. Anytime Caldwell Pope gets 18 points in a conference final game, Wow. What Unbelievable. it is, when you have LeBron and AD on your team, the rest of the people are going to open shots. The challenge that we've been having is that they have been missing wide open shots, a la Danny Green. You can't throw the ball no so, Oh, yeah, he's still looking horrible. <laughs> but that just shows when at least one person can hit half of their open shots, they can run up the score. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why you guys don't play uh, Quinn Cook more, and y'all play Caruso. I don't. I don't. I don't Rob, that. Rob, I, from my Twitter, I'm sure you know exactly how I feel about Caruso. I, <laughs> he, I'm tired I, of his I, minutes. He gets so many minutes, and what pissed me off earlier, like I said on the podcast, that he was getting minutes over Deion Waiters, which I would never understand. But Deion Waiters, I think he's hurt right now, so that explains that. But I've I've always liked Quinn Cook, and I don't understand why yeah. he doesn't get minutes either. Yeah, Frank Vogel's an idiot. Quick, quick, come to Philly, man. We need a backup point guard that comes in and gets busy. I know you're about that. You always also. recruiting for Philly. Oh, yeah. I think they're showing Philly on the screen right now on, on uh, NFL Network. All right. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it was, it's just really mind-blowing to me that, uh, you know, Jeremy Grant, I'm happy if he's been the conference final former Sixers player. Another player we should never get rid of. But, you know, we do dumb trades. Sixers, that's what we do. Um, yeah, Gary Harris struggled a little bit. Yeah, he did. Um, yeah. Yeah, Dwight Howard had a good contribution off the bench. What he had, 13 and 4? He made a great contribution. I mean, he disrupted everything, not just by scoring on the defensive end as well. He was just active. And that's oh, yeah, what we like. Yeah, he blocked the hell out of Jokic's shot. I was like, oh, man, Jokic, you don't get no elevation off the ground, buddy? Get some toes off the ground, good friend. Uh, so yeah, I think yeah, like I, I really think it's gonna probably go five or six. But yeah, um, I think the Nuggets bounce back tonight and actually pull this off. Okay, I'm just, I'm just gonna throw a wild card in there today. Uh, I feel like J- Jamal Murray gets busy, and I feel like Jokic has a, a double double game. I, I say I give him a twenty seven and twelve game. Wow, you giving him that much? Yeah, I don't think AD wants that smoke, and I I think. I think Jokic had to get his feel for the Lakers, and I feel like he got it. So I feel like it's time for him to go to work. 
But the thing, uh, it wasn't even really AD at first. I was guarding him. It was JaVale McGee and Dwight Howard that was disrupting. And then when we pulled any of them out and AD's at the five, then the Joker got to guard AD, and we know he's a bucket. So, you know, we'll see. I don't think that they're going to bounce tonight. I think we're going to take this W again because, again, we have LeBron James, and he understands we must put our foot on the gas because we know how this team operates. Yeah, you know, I mean, I, it's, I I feel like this is LeBron's another year for a great great opportunity for LeBron to win another ring, um, especially with RIP to Black Mamba winning. I think it's I think the Lakers have no choice but to win this. If they don't, this it's disappointing. Yeah, I I think if LeBron does win this play, if he doesn't get a championship, I think it'll really hurt his uh legacy. Because I mean, you know, look at currently who's left in the playoffs, I think that we should take care of anybody in our path. Yeah, uh, well, I mean, can't sleep in Boston, but we're we going to get into that next topic. Uh, but right now, we're going to take a short break for a commercial. Hear from our sponsors. Alright, so we're going to hop right back into it. Um, next topic, Celtics and the Heat Series. Uh, do you think the Celtics come back and win the series after winning last night against Miami? Even though they didn't look the greatest last night, I will make the guess by saying I think they will come back to seven. I, I like Boston. I do. Players. I don't necessarily like the organization, but I like – I love Kim. I love Kondays. I like Jason Tatum. I like Jalen Brown. Uh, I like Gordon Hayward. I think they'll – make the comeback and win in seven. It's going to be tough because Miami Heat are no bombs. They have dogs, like I said previously. But I, I think it's going to take seven. I do. What do you think? Oh, well, you know, I had Boston and the Clippers as in the finals as my picks uh, before the playoffs started. Of course, the Clippers let me down. Yeah, let's stop talking about them. They're out. <laughs> but I, I really think I, I'm very high on Boston. Um, I remember people were saying, well, Howard, I'm a Sixers fan and expected the Celtics to sweep us. Well, one, because Ben Simmons was injured, and two, because Tobias Harris never shows up in big games. And I knew he wasn't going to show up in the playoffs, which he didn't. Um, I knew Embiid is never in shape. So that's how I knew that Boston was going to beat us. Um, Jason Tatum is a great player. Um, superstar, in my opinion, if not if not by the end of this playoffs, people don't realize it's definitely next year. Um, he's really the heart and soul of that Boston Celtics team. As you can see last night, he had 25 and 14. Um, you know, the Celtics really been losing. They lost two close games, game one and game two. It's not like they've been getting blown out. The reason why they've been losing is turnovers. Game, mm-hmm. what was it? Game two, they had 20. And, of course, Marcus Smart accounted for four zones. You know how I feel about Marcus Smart. He's a walking turnover machine. Yeah, he uh, is. Yeah. Um, so uh, sometimes I really don't understand why Kemba doesn't bring the ball up more. And I guess it's Brad Stevens runs a play. I, I don't know, but I really don't get why the ball is in Marcus Smart hands. He's not a playmaker. Um, yesterday he had six assists, but if you have four, you have a lot of turnovers uh, with that. Um, yeah, there's a sense to turnover ratio is terrible. Terrible. But, you know, he had 20 points yesterday. Which he uh he had twelve points. We had twelve points in what the fourth quarter. Uh he came up big, big. Like, you know, I give players their credit when it's due. Still don't like him, but um he showed up big in the fourth quarter. But um Jalen Brown, twenty six. 
I feel like the argument, people try to make a big deal out of them arguing. I, I feel like sometimes you need to cuss people out because if you lose in a close game like that in a conference finals, it's not the talent. It's your level of energy. And a lot of the times in game two, they weren't, weren't as loose balls. They weren't diving on the floor for They were just playing like it was a regular season game. Like this is Eastern Conference Finals. Either you give it to y'all or you just take your ass home. Um, so I feel like game three, it was, it was, it was, they realized it was time to step up and be the team that everybody knows they can be. Um, and they showed up. And they showed out. Oh, shout out to my man Gordon Hayward coming back. Yeah. Uh, big, big change in their offense. Even though he didn't score a lot, it's just the fact that he was out there that had had Miami have to change their game plan and stop playing a dumbass 2-3 and <laughs> um, realize that, yeah, they got shooters out there now. Gordon, K- Gordon Hayward can kill you out there on the mid-range and as well as a free ball. So you can't play that stupid-ass 2-3. Um, I feel like they finally found their lineup with uh, Marcus Smart, Kimba, Tatum, Jalen Brown, and Hayward. Even though Hayward's coming off the bench, but I guess it's probably still in the minute restriction, that lineup was phenomenal, and it gave uh, Miami nightmares. They tried to switch it out and bring in Derrick Jones for whatever reason and take out Bam. I figured that was a stupid, stupid idea by – Eric Spolstra, because Bam's not like a big man that can't move his feet, and he can cause um, issues for the Boston. I mean, of course, they play good defense, but, you know, he, Bam is a beast down low in the paint. I, I give him his credit. He's just very mm-hmm. – um, Yeah, you know, Kemba finally – Kemba finally played like he normally do, 21 points, great shooting, four from eight from the three-point line. Oh, let's talk about how people always talk about Jimmy Butler this, Jimmy Butler this. Um, Goran Dragic really was the player, yeah, all card for that team game one and game two. What do you have? 29, uh, game one, it was like 25 game two. Well, game three, uh, he came back to reality <laughs> 11 points, two for 10 shooting. What happens? Miami loses by 11. Hmm. Uh, I've always said it before, Jimmy Butler is a great uh defender. Um, but um, I really think he gets overhyped and how he's a big star player. Um, 17 points uh, yesterday and 14 game two. I think he had a solid game. Game one was like 20. But, you know, I, I just – you're supposed to be the focal point of that team. I feel like they always say Jimmy Buckets. Uh, he's obviously not Jimmy Buckets in the conference finals so far. No. No, I, I agree. You know, I used to watch Jimmy Butler a lot. You know, I'm from Chicago, but – not, not a Bulls fan, just want to get that out of the way. But I used to watch him a lot in the Miami Heat days when we used to play him a lot in the playoffs. And like you said, great defender, but I wouldn't depend on him when it comes to offense. Yeah. And I, I had said it to my partner today. I was like, he's, he's not really – I said, I was like, he's he's a great – I mean, he's he's like, he's a great motivator. Okay, that's cool. But he, he doesn't – he hasn't – I mean, he really – like, even in the uh, Milwaukee series, people was gassing him up. He played a good couple of defensive stops, but he didn't have really a couple of big games. He had a couple of 16-point games, 14-point games in that in the Milwaukee series. Um, he's, a, he's a good, gritty guy. He's a uh, he's a guy that, that works hard and plays well over his abilities. Um, give, he's a hard worker. Also a hustler, too, man. Niggas, he out there, me out there selling toy alley coffee. Shout out to him for that. Got to respect the hustle. Uh, but, yeah, you know, I, I really never saw him as a big player, which is why I wasn't totally mad that we got rid of him in Philly. I was actually pretty happy because he was acting like a prima donna, and he doesn't put up prima donna numbers. So mm-hmm. it is what it is. Um, but yeah, I think that series definitely goes seven. Uh, Boston will win. Um, let me say that again. 
Boston will win in game two. <laughs> Brad Stevens, hell of a coach. I'll say it again. Should have been coach of the year. Don't understand why he's not. But it is what it is. We're not, we're not, I wouldn't say coach of the year. Yeah, he should have been coach of the year because every year he, he, he has the Celtics in contention. But they have a good team, though. They're a really good team. Like, who, like the Raptors are, are not a good team. Like, all, all these different teams, like some different teams in the playoffs are not that good. Right. But they have talent. That's the thing about Boston. They have talent. It's his job to get them to this point. Yeah, that's true. Well, you know, they're young. So, you know, there's always room for hiccups. But he, he's so far curtailed it. Um, so, next topic. Uh, let's go. Let's go into. I don't know. I didn't put this one in. Let's go into one about how uh, when LeBron had an interview yesterday about how he's pissed off by not getting MVP, which he was rightfully so for because um, Giannis he had a great uh, regular season, but um, I mean, of course they had a better record, but I mean everybody knows any team LeBron goes to reaches it reaches in the NBA Finals. I mean you can't say that about Giannis; he hasn't reached one yet. So in my opinion, I think LeBron is always should be in all at least the top two MVP race, if not number one, if he's not injured, because everybody knows if LeBron is out there, that team is going to the finals. He could have a team full of JV players, and everybody's still going to have predict whatever team he's on to win the NBA, not win, at least get to the NBA finals. Uh, I really don't think that Giannis. Will ever bring a team to a finals unless he has, um, if unless he's number two guy, you know, you can see LeBron can be number one guy and take teams to the to the finals. So, so you know, I feel like LeBron should have about six, seven MVP awards at this point. My boy, I'll say about six. My boy has got robbed in this award for years. Okay, I remember it was one year when Steph Curry won, which is abysmal. Uh, I think, of course, of course, we'll give it to D Rose, but I think some of these years, LeBron has been snubbed, especially this year. Especially this year, Rob. I'm glad that you admitted it that Giannis definitely shouldn't be MVP. But also, I don't like the way the MVP award is set up, and they say it's a regular season award. So we're going to sit here and we're going to continue to award people for doing great things in the regular season, but that's it. They they don't do anything further. Exactly. Giannis can't, you know, he can't even get to the conference finals. Yeah, and, and I think I, I think we need to change the voting as well to have players start voting as well because I mean these 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 media guys really don't know nothing, really know too much about basketball. Who qualifies them? Like, <laughs> what makes them be a a good person to judge? I don't know. I, I I just I just feel like they just have them do it to boost it because it's probably none of these guys. I mean, the thing, is, the thing is, most of the media people hate LeBron James as, as a person. Yep. So. And you know why they hate him? Because he's just a strong black man, and they, and they never can have a, a a controversy story on him. The the best, the closest they got controversy story on him is when he said he's going to win five or six, seven championships. That was the only thing they could say about him. You can't say anything bad. He doesn't cheat. He doesn't take any drugs. He doesn't He doesn't do anything outlandish outside of basketball in his private life. He makes great decisions across the board. And I think they're just like, this guy is perfect. How, like, what can we find? That's why they go so hard on when he's losing in finals, because that's really the only bad thing you can say about him. Facts. Um, you know. 
you know, I always wasn't big a LeBron supporter, but you know, he's he does his thing in the community. You know, you know, I don't understand how people can hate somebody that does stuff like what do you have? The school, the, yep. the school, you know, doing movies, employing his friends from we grew up with. Um, not one of them is doing something bad, like you know, Alan Iverson crew. Shout out to my guy. <laughs> but you know, they they can't they can't write any bad narrative outside of the, the championships. So I feel like uh, and then he made a great point. I think I forgot it was when he was twenty twelve. He was like, how can Mike Marcus all win defensive play of the year with me? And he made second team. I was like, yeah, that's that doesn't make sense either because how you gonna get the the war and then make second team? It's crazy, but you know, like like you said, the media does not like LeBron um, because he's probably one of the best players they ever seen outside of Kobe. Uh, but it's another thing; people be trying to compare him to Kobe. I was like, you really can't compare him to Kobe because Kobe was was a silent killer, um, and they're two different type of players. LeBron is all around. Kobe was a great scorer and defender. Um. So, but yeah, I, I feel like they they need to change that voting and at least have make it fifty percent media, fifty percent player because um the media really has been dropping the ball lately with these votes. Um, it, it was another thing. Somebody had vote. Somebody had vote. I think some one person that voted for Zion for rookie of the year. Zion didn't even play that many games. <laughs> like, what are you doing? You right. Yeah, it's crazy. And another thing that they really screw him in, uh, Ben Simmons out of defensive player of the year award. Um, he's averaging close to three steals a game. I don't know how he didn't work, but he got first team all Unbelievable. Rob. Yes. Ben Simmons. Three. He was averaging close to three steals. You got to give it to him. Rob. Oh, man. They just, they just, they just hate my man. It's, it's 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 because they're under clutch sports. I think they just they hate clutch sports athletes. <laughs> I'm just just throwing that out there. Lord. <laughs> um. So yeah, let's get into the next topic. I know. So yeah, let's talk about. Uh. Well, I'll talk about it. Baker Mayfield. I really th- is he is he a, is it safe to say he's an average quarterback? I, I think it's safe to say he's an average quarterback. Uh, twenty eighteen class of twenty eighteen. You know they was ranking him the second best quarterback in that class. Uh, on the second to uh, Sam Darnold, um, but we see who runs that two, 2018 uh, quarterback draft class. Uh, man coming out of Louisville, my man Lamar Jackson really has taken it to everybody to prove everybody wrong that he's the best quarterback in that draft by far. Uh, Baker Mayfield really hasn't lived up to the hype. Uh, his rookie year, he had a decent year, about 3,725 yard passing yards, 27 touchdowns, um, 14 interceptions. Decent season as a rookie. Uh, everybody's expecting a, a next breakout series the second year. Um, didn't happen. He had 22 touchdowns, 20 interceptions. Um, everybody was big on what's that guy named Jameis Winston over there having 30 touchdowns, 30 interceptions. But I mean, he at least threw for over about close to 5,000 yards, if not 5,000. Baker Mayfield only threw for 3,800, not even 4,000. Um, but you know they wanted high boys, high on a black quarterback with precision with the passing. But Blake, Baker Mayfield had twenty one interceptions last year. Um, but they media really didn't talk about that. They were talking about the coach and try to push it off everybody else. But it was definitely Baker Mayfield. Um, you got you got Odell Beckham and Jarvis Jarvis Landry, arguably in my opinion one of the best one two receiving core in in the league. Uh, it's no way. You struggle like that with two top wide receivers like that. Um, so, to me, I, I don't think he's a big quarterback. And then this year, um, he had a 189 yard passing game, 
uh, week one against the uh, what's that team? The Baltimore Ravens, which is grand. I mean, I can't really say too much about that. The Baltimore defense is, is, is ridiculous. Marcus Peters and them boys and Humphreys be locking down on them on the corners. Uh, but then last last well, this past Thursday he played the uh, Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, two hundred only had two hundred nineteen yards passing, two touchdowns, interception. Odell only had a seventy four reception, seventy four yards, one touchdown. Um, granted, um, Chubb and Kareem Hunt really turned up rushing the ball. I know Chubb had about uh, over hundred yards rushing. I think Hunt had close to that, if not over that as well. Um, I, I think the coaches finally realized. And the, the Cleveland Browns manager finally realized Baker Mayfield um, is not the answer, and they finally realized they don't have to win. The, they don't have to run the ball in order to win games because um, Baker Mayfield is not a big time player that they expect him to be. Um, I mean, it's not too late for him to uh, change that narrative, but I, I just really think he's not. If you got Odell and Jarvis Landry, and you're not really getting the ball, I mean, Dak had two ninety six. Uh, week one, and and, and would have had more than that if they didn't have that constant uh, passing appearance call. That rush definitely should get fired for that because both of them pushed off. But it is what it is. Um, then with that, I'm just jump right into my week two predictions. Um, I got the Giants with the upset over the Bears. It's going to be a close one. I say about twenty two seventeen. Uh, Cowboys against Falcons. Uh, kind of interesting because I know Julio is going to cook us. In the receiving game, but I feel like we're going to win a close one 23 20. Uh, Packers, Lions, Aaron Rodgers, uh, Lions always choke in big game like they did last week. Um, in close games, I mean, against the Bears, I feel like the Packers win that one probably with a blowout 30 to 13. Jaguars, Titans, I have the Titans winning, it's going to be a close one 20 17. Titans winning. Uh, Vikings Colts. Uh, I love Phillip Rivers, but I feel like the Vikings going to bounce back after that horrendous loss to the Packers. They finally showed up late in the game, but it was too late. I feel like they win that one 27-17 over the Colts. Bills, Dolphins. It's the Miami Dolphins, really. Uh, Bills are going to win that one, i say, around 27-13. Uh, 49ers, Jets. Great Kittle is out. Uh it might be closer than it would have been without with Kittle, but I still think the, the 49ers pull it off 20 to 13. Rams, Eagles. I got the Rams with the upset. You know how I feel about the Eagles. I'm sorry, Philadelphia Pigeons. I feel like they won 27 to 16. Uh, Broncos still, I feel like Steelers have, Steelers have one of the best defense in the league with my man Fitzpatrick out there doing his thing. Uh, I feel like they beat Denver pretty badly today. I think it's going to be 37 to uh, 13. Uh, Panthers, Buccaneers, Tom Brady bounced back, especially after his coach busting, saying he was struggling. They surprised they were struggling. I don't know why Tom Brady was struggling all year last year. Um, I think they ended up winning, though, 27 to 17. Uh, Washington football team versus the Arizona Cardinals. Got the Cardinals beating the hell out of the Washington football team. Probably might be 27-3. Uh, Chiefs Chargers, they got the Chiefs winning. Patrick Mahomes is a monster. Might be 30-10. to 10. Uh, Ravens, Texas, that should be a good game. Um, but I think the Ravens pulled off 24-17 to 17 over the Texans. Seahawks, Patriots, left out Cam, came out week one. I think he might struggle tonight a little bit against the Seahawks defense. Um, I got the Seahawks winning 27-16. 
Uh, that's my picks for weeks two. Uh, you got anything else to add, Ashley? No, I do not. All right. Well, appreciate you coming out. Uh, see you guys again next Sunday, same time. All right. Y'all have a great Sunday.